Okay, so we're back with episode three. And um yeah, I'm I'm doing this one alone. Just seeing how that goes, just giving that a try. Uh I don't think today's gonna be a particularly uh long podcast. But um hey I'm gonna try my best. Just been a bit low on guest and um I don't wanna keep using the same ones over and over again, but I might have to, so um we'll just see how this one goes, the feedback on this video if people like the solo ones and I'll do these a bit. But yeah, we're seeing how that goes. Alright, so interesting things have been happening. Uh, I've noticed that private schools have been doing a lot of online schooling, but um, I'm not too sure about government schools. And um, I mean, me as a student, I'm obviously okay with that because yeah, who needs school, dude? <laughs> can hate that shit got a just lame but i mean if i'm being like sensible then obviously school's going to be hella important and um i'm not sure whether government schools are implementing a online program but apparently they are apparently on the 14th of april um when this thing ends because apparently people are saying that we're not going to go back to school immediately i'm not sure how true that is but um, I know on the 14th of April, apparently they're going to try to do some, some online schooling for us. I mean, some schools I know have already like sent out the syllabus and stuff and what to do, I guess. And I guess we're only going to find out in the days to come how, um, how serious this all is with the schoolwork and stuff. But yeah, that's what's been happening with public schools at least. And... Um, yeah, interesting stuff's been happening. So, I was, I was sitting alone last night, and um, I didn't do a podcast on Wednesday because I tried to do one with um, with one of my mates, and we we tried to do it just via call, and yo, that did not go well. The quality was too bad, and it kept skipping. So that's off the table, unfortunately. But yeah, so I was sitting, I was sitting last night. And um, I was thinking to myself, like, I wonder how much the world is going to change from this. In the sense that, like, do you think now that everyone's so aware of how things like germs can spread so quickly, I reckon when we come out of this, like, people are just going to be not nearly as um, intimate with each other almost like you know when you see your boys you're not gonna go there and be like away like give them a hug or whatever i don't know i think a lot of the world is going to be a lot more cautious i think i think if this thing has taught us one anything it's been to be cautious um i know i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna carry on as normal after all this uh call me irresponsible or whatever but i just you know uh, that's what i'm just gonna do but, um, yeah, I think a lot of the, especially older people here, I think they're going to be, like, a lot more cautious. And, um, I believe that America has taken over the, the most cases. They now have the most cases of this disease. But, um, that's probably just because Trump was, like, tr Trump basically did, didn't take this seriously because he wanted, like, he made a statement because he didn't put anyone on lockdown when, like, they first found out. And he made a statement like, yeah, it's all going to blow over, basically. And everyone's going to be back 
in like churches by Easter. Those were his words. And um, I think it just shows like negligence. And I think it shows how good our president was. Uh, Cyril. Yes. One of, he did a good one, guys. We, we can't deny. He did a good job. He put us in quarantine quite quick. I think we've kind of nipped it in the bud, to be honest. Um, and so I, I've got to give him props for that. I've been meaning to actually say that for a while now. But um, i got to give him props for that. Because... We're already a country in crisis, I believe, and now he did a, I, he handled it well. You, you've got to give um, props to to him and the government for this one. Um, yeah, so I got some feedback on the last podcast I did with my sister and her friend Trinity, and um, some of the things were saying like this one. I'm not gonna like mention names. I don't think I should. Um, even though, like, it's not bad or anything. I just don't think I should be. So, this one, one of my sister's, um, friends hit me up and they were like, can you just go over the, um, the DMT thing again? And I'll, so, sure, so I'm going to do that here. So, DMT is basically, like, it's, it's a chemical that in your brain, okay? That's where they discovered it. And DMT stands for dimethyltrepoline, right? And... Over more research, scientists have found out that everything living on the planet contains a DMT molecule. Okay, so it's the only one thing that links everything alive on the planet. All living things contain DMT. And obviously leave it to humans to find a way to fucking inhale it or something. And so people made a synthetic version of it. And basically, it's a psychedelic that can, um, it's, it's a very intense psychedelic. So, when people normally take psychedelics, they're still lucid in a sense. They're just like, the world around them is changing. But with DMT, it's very different because you're not even lucid. Like, with people who don't understand what I'm saying is that you could be in a room and take DMT and you won't even know you're in the room anymore because you'll just see like patterns and stuff. Like, it's literally just patterns. And there's lots of, like, feelings behind it, and obviously, like, the emotional stuff, and, like, the feeling of it itself. is very It's all very intense, and um, it's crazy. It, it's, like, it's very crazy. And then you get another version of it um, called the Toad. So I, I discovered the Toad through, um, well, what it was, at least, was um, through Mike Tyson. So Mike Tyson talks about it a lot in his podcast, which I listen to, so I definitely go give that a... Um, so give that a look. Um, hot boxing with Mike Tyson. I think it's great. And he, he, the toad is basically in the Saharan desert, two months of the year when it rains. There is a exotic toad that comes out. And if you like lick the back of the toad or whatever, it releases DMT, but with an extra um, oxygen molecule attached to it. So the, it's, it's, it's like almost like a completely different thing. It's still an insane psychedelic, but like the feelings and the hallucinations you see, but it's a lot more intense. Like, the toad is crazy, apparently. I've heard things like, you can go insane, and I can, I can fully understand how people go insane on psychedelics. Because, it, it, it's just crazy. It, it's, it's like, I, I think how it looks, uh, you look at it like this, because, I think when you take 
psychedelics you hallucinate but not in the sense of what people think i think is a misconception i don't think you see like oh people standing in your room or whatever things are already there but no i think it's more like things are there but they're very different like walls like walls will start to like melt or like breathe in on you or something or maybe you'll hallucinate to the point where like you see things but it's not like so solid that it looks real it's almost like crazy so you'll see like shadow people run across the room and stuff i think that's what it's like so i can imagine when you're on dmt or something it's so crazy man that must be crazy it just must be crazy yeah and um so that that's basically dmt re-explained um yeah i mean fucking hell. can i just it'd be the craziest thing ever really you just imagine but anyways um just just to elaborate on another point for it it is um apparently during the one because in the in the 70s the u.s government went on a huge um psychedelic ban right because they banned a lot of other drugs but apparently they hadn't really like banned a lot of psychedelics like i believe lsd was like the only one really banned okay and um so i've done a bit of research on this and when they banned all the stuff they banned the chemical compound so like so you know how DMT is dimethyltrepoline, so those are the chemicals in it, right? So they banned that. But then people in labs started to modify it. So like they added like, a, like an extra molecule to it, and then it's a completely different drug, and it wasn't banned. Like um, salvia, for example. Salvia wasn't banned. You could literally buy salvia from a pharmaceutical company. So yeah, um, but in like the, even in the early 2000s, apparently. And it's just crazy to think about because it just shows how scary that, that, that world is, I guess. The, the whole world of substances and drugs and stuff. Like, it's, it's really scary because it just shows how you can change one thing and then suddenly it's not the same. Like, it just shows how much there actually is. And, I'm, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's madness, man. It's really, it's a really scary, uh, like, rabbit hole, I guess, just to go down. But, um, yeah, so we've all been stuck in isolation, I think. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I've officially run out of things to do. Sure, there's video games. I'm already getting into um, Rainbow Six Siege, I guess, on my PC. That's a great game. I like it a lot. But, um, you know, like, uh, I, miss, I miss certain things here. Like, I, I can't wait. It's going to be so crazy when quarantine's over. And, like... You go out for the first time. I feel like it's just going to be a such a surreal experience. You're going to walk out and be like, yo, that's, I know that person. Or like, damn, you know, people used to line up from KFC. Like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to KFC and get myself a huge ass bucket. That's facts. And just seeing, seeing your friends again, I think that's going to be cool. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, But yeah. It's just, I've been thinking about, like, the world. How, how, much is, how much is the world going to change from this? So, I think there's two ways of looking at it, right? I think you look at it as if, like, okay, it might be changed for a little bit, like, the first two months after quarantine or three months, but eventually people are going to go back to normal because that's just what people do, right? Or you're going to look at this as, like, a global scare and things are never going to be, like, the same, like, Online shopping is going to become such a bigger industry and 
like people are just gonna like order yeah all order their stuff online and just be a lot more less sociable and that that's crazy to think about i think because like imagine imagine a world where like no one goes to shops anymore or like no one shakes hands like imagine like handshakes weren't a thing anymore like you, you meet someone you shake their hand just because of this virus that went around and like a global pandemic you know and this is the first time in no sorry this is the okay this is apparently the first time in world history where governments and stuff have started to like lock down like proper quarantine you know like a like it, it's against the law to leave your house. First time in world history. You, we we got to think about that. We're taking part in. We're literally living in history. Like, this is something that will be spoken about. I think. For quite a while. Yeah, and to me, it's just madness to think about. Also. I've been um, looking into some conspiracy theories. <laughs> for you for the podcasts um in general because um i quite like talking about these i don't believe most of them but they're i'm i'm open to like other forms of thinking and i always enjoy them but there's one like i've been hearing this a lot recently and it's the new world order one so for those who don't know what the new world order is it's basically like people believe that there is a higher society that actually runs like the world and they're actually in control of all the governments and stuff. And they tell them what to do. And I went into this one a, a bit in my other podcast. But uh, JFK basically spoke about it a lot. Like be, before his assassination. Just before his assassination. He spoke about how there are groups of tightly knit elite members. That um, are like army generals. Like high, high, high up army generals. And um, doctors and businessmen and even some like political members and they actually like run the world proper and this all links in because every 100 years so all the way back to the 17 1720 there was the black plague right then 1820 there was um cholera or swine flu one of those two then in the um 1920s there was I think, I think, yeah, cholera or swine flu. It was one of those two in the 1820s and the 1920s. And in the 1620s, there was the Spanish flu. So it seems like every 100 years, there is, um, there's like a new pandemic. And people are saying now that like, yeah, this is just the, the start of the end, you know what I mean? And that there's going to be so much more, um, like, the, the the people think that this was uh number one synthetically made this um virus number two people think that the new world order like created it and they're using it to put the world in scan to basically ease everyone into it slowly and that like sometime in the near future most likely in our lifetimes for the teens that they're going to be like okay this is what it's been like for the past couple hundred years we're now just coming public and um yeah the world's going to change a bit like you know, no more individuality and stuff like that. I mean, do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. I think there's too much... We have, like, too little evidence of it. Because um, the world is quite 
you know, everything's connected. We're in a we're in an age of um, modernization, right? And it's it's just crazy to like to think about that. There's possibility that there's so much we don't know because we only know what we know. Like if we're being real here, you know, there could be stuff like werewolves and all that stuff running around and we, we wouldn't know if we didn't like if we didn't have solid proof we wouldn't actually know so th- there could be something like a new world order around and um do i think that's true not necessarily i don't necessarily think there's something like a new world order but i know a lot of people who do and the points they come up with make a lot of sense when they when they speak about it and um you know, it, it's also, it doesn't support the fact, like, if you're against the whole New World Order thing, you think it's not true. It doesn't, like, people coming, like, high-ranking officials, government officials coming forward about it, that doesn't really help their case. So you just got to think about that. And, yeah, like I said, people think that, um, that this is the future. That the future is literally a New World Order that we can't stop. And that the, our world is going to change forever. That'd be the craziest thing ever, man. That'd be, that'd be crazy to think about. And I mean, that would, a big argument of why they think it is because the reasoning for banning psychedelics, right? I'm just going to go back here for, for a bit because this, this all links in. Just trust me, like it might be a bit tease, but this is all going to link in. you got to look at why they banned psychedelics. Okay, because if we look at the statistics... Okay, psychedelics causes no physical harm. You can't overdose, right? Necessarily. You, you can't overdose. Like, you can't take too much where, like, it stops your heart or something. Okay? So, you got to look at it. Okay, if it's, if it's, like, healthy-ish, why do they ban it? Right? And, um, no, I don't condone the use of any substances. I'm, that's not what I'm trying to get to. I'm just, I'm just looking into it, like, a, on a um, different opinion. On like an objective opinion, right? I'm just gonna look at the facts. So there, there's no like health, um, um, negative health connotations attached to it. Like you can't take so much that you die, but you can like go insane. So I can see why they ban it because if you take too much of like certain psychedelics, you you'll lose your mind, right? That that that's a fact. I think that's real. That's 100% a thing. And, um, however, you got to look at why they, so, but they, they could have rationed it, be like, okay, like with alcohol, you know, alcohol is a way more destructive substance than most drugs, actually, like weed and most psychedelics, because it, it's crazy. It destroys your liver, it destroys your body, all that stuff. And it makes you extremely aggressive sometimes, and, you know, no, no one likes that. But that's legal, and so is cigarettes. But you got to look at why that's legal, because that makes so much money. The alcohol and tobacco industry make so much money, right? And, but, but that's just because it's been established for so long. Like, it's been an established industry for hundreds of years. Whereas things like marijuana and cannabis has not been an, is not an established industry. So rather than trying to take control over it, they're going like, ah, let's just rather ban it and make it, like, so no one can have it. Okay, because if we can't make money off it, why should anyone? Now that's, that's uh, slowly starting to change. 
But now back to psychedelics. You've got to think, if you could ration it and give it to people, why don't you want them to have it? Like, why is it illegal then? And maybe, and this is a theory I've heard, is that it's because it, like, wakes you from your sleep. So, I don't know about you guys, but I've been seeing lots of these Gaia adverts on YouTube. And the one is like, psychedelics have taken us out of a state of almost sleep, is the exact quote, right? And you got to think like the, the the way they explain it into the in those um, adverts that you see. Like if you actually watch the whole two minutes or something, it basically explain like how now for those people who have taken psychedelics can most likely agree the fact that you kind of once you take them, your understanding of the universe and your life changes, right? And some people go like, huh, it's such a stupid idea how there's a government and it's like so stupid how there's wars and stuff. And it goes like that. So you got to wonder, you know, if something can wake you up in quotation marks, right? From how the world works. If everyone took them, then no one would agree with how the world works. And then governments would fall and all that stuff. So I can, people think that's why they made it illegal because... It wakes you up and they don't want you working up because the dumber you are, the easier you are to manipulate. Correct? So, if you are like, not, so if you live like a white picket fence life, okay, and you just, like everything that that comes on the news, you believe like, okay, the government says this, you're like, alright, I believe that, then you're, you're living most likely a happy life, a financially safe life, and all that stuff. But then people argue that you're extremely subject, like like I said, no matter what the government says or stuff, you will listen to them. And that's what they want. At the end of the day, they want control. So, and if, but people who take psychedelics and stuff often, they kind of go, oh, that's not how I think it should work. And then they start to spread their own opinion, and then maybe they don't listen to the government as much, and that's not what the government wants, right, like these conspiracy theorists, and so everyone, you know, everyone marks him as crazy, like, oh, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're crazy, dude, like, how the hell can you believe that, but, oh, do we just think they're crazy, because, okay, just before I get into this, some of them are completely crazy, some of them are pretty damn stupid, okay, but some of them are, not, like, not so much, and you got to think, like, do we just call them crazy because that's what we've been told? Like, like media sources that are like run by governments and stuff. They've all told us like how crazy they are. And that's just been like synced into our, our like minds. That conspiracy theorists like some, they, it's out of the world. It's not true. You know, it's an alternate theory of what's actually right. So you got to look at it as if like, okay, what if they're, what if they are right? And everything we've been fed is a lie. Then we basically fall under that spell. Of like. Okay sure. Everyone. They were all right. And everything we understand. Of the world is wrong. And there is a new world order. And you know. The moon landing was fake. And all that nonsense. Now. Then, then you gotta. Then obviously. Your head turns to the government. And be like. You either got it so wrong. Like. You, you, you gotta look to the government after that and be like, okay, you either lied to us for some reason 
And that reason is most likely because they wanted to keep us dumb so we're easier to manipulate to get like votes and stuff and to stay in control. Or, I don't think this would be the thing. I, I don't think that this would be the reason. They got it wrong and they admit to their states. I highly doubt that's the reason because that's just not really possible. But, you know, it, it literally could be, it, it could be like that. So the reason I like conspiracy theories are, is, although I don't believe most of them, it's, it's interesting to see, I find it interesting to see why people think like that. And more importantly, um, why they're against like the, the establishment, like anti-establishment and all that stuff. And sure, some of them are crazy and some of them are doing it for attention and whatever. But I don't think all of them. I think some of them, like all of them have genuinely found like evidence and are just trying to expose the government and stuff and expose these lies that we've been fed. Like, um, a good one, Alex Jones, right? So most of us know Alex Jones. If you don't, he's like, he was the one talking about turning the freaking frogs gay. So that, that's Alex Jones. He has a, he has a new source called Infowars. And that's basically where he gets people on who are like top grade scientists and all that stuff to talk about what's actually going on and he does his own detective work he has his own private detective team that goes and finds out what was like covered up or what's a lie and sure people call him crazy because of his like demeanor and stuff and lots of lots of stuff that he says i don't particularly agree with but um there is some stuff that he said though that has actually proven to be true like i believe in the late in the early 2010, so like 2013, 2014, maybe even 2015, he found out that some, somewhere in some county in like America, so some state, sorry, not county, in America, like they're like campaigning for late term abortions and that the, one of the Senate members has like, agreed for a certain state to take already live babies that have been given birth and are not wanted by their parents and harvest their organs okay now that sounds madness we were like what the hell that's not that no ways that's a thing and i was like there's no ways that's a thing either. i was like not a fucking chance but then he proved it like over in 2018 2019 after like three four years of research it, it was true that a senate had said that this is fine, you can do this, and that numerous of these operations actually did go. And then their excuse was, oh, but it's for the na in the name of science, you know? Like, you got to do it because they weren't wanted, they were going to be aborted anyways. So let's just rather use them for their organs and stuff and to, to like, do research. And I can, I can see where they come from on that, you know? But a lot of people don't agree with that. And you got to wonder why they didn't make those files public. Like, why didn't they want, why did everyone not know about it and it's because they literally try to hide it so they knew what they were doing with it. It was not necessarily wrong but they knew what they were doing was controversial and they still try to hide it so you got to wonder now like what else don't we know you know and it's crazy this world we live in a very interesting world i think and i think we live in a very exciting world because let's be real there's never a dull day <laughs> There's never a dull day because, you know, everyone kind of knows, like, you always hear something, you're like, oh, you know, 
and whether it's like a conspiracy theory or something on sports happens. I mean, yeah, like, for example, I don't, I, I slightly follow NFL, right? I mean, um, NBA, but it's not even in my country and I still follow it. So, you know, it's, it's just because the world's so connected with things like social media and all that stuff that I, I literally still, I, I follow a sport that I can't participate in and that my country does not offer. That, that's crazy. Just thinking about that. Like, something that I can't even watch on TV. I can't watch the sport, right, on my TV. School, my schools, government schools don't offer it as a sport. It's not even on the same continent the sport is celebrated or practiced, and it's not popular, but I follow it on my phone or social media, and it's of interest to me. And that's just crazy how, how I'm connected the world is, you know? And we live in a time of, like, information overload, you know? And um, because p people go, like, Oh, you know, the world was so much, such, so much simpler back in the 1900s. I don't know about that. I still think the same amount of problems came, but we, people just didn't know about them as much. Like, when you were in South Africa in, like, the 1950s or 60s, you know, you didn't know what was happening. Like, you, you didn't know what was happening in other countries or all over the world. Sure, it was in the news sometimes, but you didn't really know as much as we do today. And... You know, equally messed up stuff could be happening all the time. We just wouldn't know about it as much. But now I think it's like, I don't think, I think the world's been like this for a long time where, you know, it's all bad and it's all doom and gloom. It's just we're only seeing more of it now due to our accessibility to it. Right? I mean, like, I follow Donald Trump on Instagram, but I'm not even American. I'm not even an American citizen. I follow him literally to see what he says and what's going to happen to his country. A country that I have no involvement in. Right? It's just crazy to think about. Like, kids, like our parents, when they were our age, never did that. Well, why would they care? You know, it's whatever. You care about what's happening in your country and what's happening in your news. And sure, if something big happened around the world, you'd, you'd be like, okay, that's interesting. But not, like, the world is just so finely intricate now. And everyone, you know, something can happen on the other side of the world. And if it goes viral, the whole world knows about it. The entire planet. That's, that's madness. Yeah. It's crazy. Alright, and, um, what else did I write down? Yeah, sorry, I had to write down points because, um, doing the solo is not as actually i thought it'd be more difficult i don't even know if i'm making sense but um anyways oh so i've been thinking of things to do during quarantine and um because yo i was speaking to my mate christopher about this yesterday and we're like if this has to be extended people are going to go crazy like yo can you imagine if they extend this to three months 90 days being in your house that's it you, you have to find something to do so I've come like with a few things for you guys just to do if you're interested, such as um, you can learn to play an instrument. I'm um, kind of trying to learn how to play guitar. Just not like play it, but just like learn if you learn like a song or two. 
Um, there's obviously exercise. If you can exercise at home without, with or without equipment, you know, definitely do that. I mean, there's literally nothing else to do, right? You might as well. Um, I think maybe learning how to cook is a good time for this. Like, I mean, if I think if you're in your um, early 20s and stuff, and you're thinking of starting a family, I think now's a great time to learn how to, you know, to do basic things like cook um, a few home meals, learn how to like wash clothes if you don't know how to or whatever, just learn how to do basic household stuff to prepare yourself, you know. Um, but obviously, you know, no one, no one really wants to hear that. That's, that's all boring stuff. So there's lots of other stuff. I think, um, maybe, so there's an app called House Party. Yeah, I know people are doing that. So you can just like sit on with your friends and talk FaceTime for a bit, you know. I think that's great. That's, I like the idea of that, to be honest. Um, also video games, that's been a great relief doing like i mean i started a podcast during this and i'm really enjoying it like recording and stuff i think it's fun i enjoy giving up my opinions so if you want to do that that's great maybe starting a youtube channel or you know learning a new skill like maybe you can learn how to sew or knit although that's extremely boring and um yeah maybe you can even build stuff like, go into your garage, just see what's there, you know? Like, the that never hurt anyone. Go into your garage, get a bunch of stuff. Like, just make something just to cure the boredom. And sure, I, I, it might not be the coolest thing you make, but you'll most likely learn something. Um, watch something on Netflix, a series. There's lots of online courses I've been seeing, like, free ones. So there's something called Show Academy. And um, I think that's a great thing to do, which is um, basically you get, it's online school, but you get four weeks free. So you get four weeks free and you can take courses in like social media marketing and investing in financial um, literacy and um, there's lots of other courses on there like um, networking and um, web design and all that stuff. And I think that's great, even though it's it's also free. So there's no harm in trying that. Yeah. Um, I personally went into the... I took a look at the um, investing and, and finance one. And a big thing they they, 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 taught, they spoke about was like, what to invest in now. Because obviously, like, you know, economies are not doing too great, especially South Africa. Like, we're at an all-time low with our currency. But apparently, now is a good time to invest in certain industries. So they're saying, like, you need to read the market almost and and see, like, okay, when all all of this is over, what industry is going to come back hard, right? Tourism industry. I think that's going to come back hard. Everyone's been sitting on their asses for a couple months. Now everyone wants to go and just get back out in the world. So that's a good thing because now that it's a, it's a low industry, you know, like their, their prices to invest will be lower and then it'll just grow. That's a good one to invest in. And there's lots of others. But, um, yeah, like oil, I mean, pet oil, 
petrol and stuff, that's that's gone down significantly. Like the oil price dropped a lot. I don't know why that is. But um I know it did. Yeah, so maybe you could even look in like online investing and stuff. But I think it's good just to stay um tuned. Like I, I don't I don't think you should, you should just slack around. Because come on man. What the hell? Just do something. Yeah. Um I need to find a I need to figure out a way to maybe get people on calls. I mean looking at software on my computer to get to like go onto Discord and then just record it there. So I've been looking into that. So this will most likely be the only solo podcast. But hey, it's already been 36 minutes. That's not bad. I think I'm going to end it here. Uh, I'm very sorry if this wasn't a good one. I, I tried just, um, it's quite difficult to speak alone, I guess. But um, I hope you guys enjoy. And um, if you enjoyed the podcast, like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. We are also now on Anchor. So if you want to listen to the podcast on the go, definitely go um, give download that app and give us a follow there. Um, if you like the part, if you like it and you want us and you want to hear more, then um, just write down in the comments what you think. If you got any ideas, I'm always o- I'm always open to listen. And um, we have an Instagram page, Quarantine Podcast, capital Q, capital T. And um, go give that a follow. Uh, also share share amongst your friends and um, see if they enjoy it because you know they might. I understand this might not be for everyone, but um, I'm just doing it for fun. So if you enjoy that, yeah, thank you guys very much. Um, I've received quite a lot of support actually with this, so I'm very thankful for all my viewers. I guess even though I don't have much, but um, I just I expected there to be a, a bit more hate, I guess, in the beginning. But no, I'm I'm very thankful. You guys have been great. Thank you very much for listening. This is episode three.